0: Would you rather take the easy route and do nothing, or you take the harder route in life and you put in the effort that you need to put in to change your position in life? Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more, and he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now, here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another show. Today, we are talking about sleep hacking tips. My gosh, I got to tell you, I feel like I have a whole new appreciation for, um, for kids. Did I say a whole new appreciation for kids or for sleep? Because as a newer parent, um, that's not really working out for me. <laughs> It's ridiculous. What is happening? I don't know, I always wear hoodies. I don't think I've had that problem before. People are like tuning in for the first couple of minutes, and they're like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> um, okay, so today I want to talk about sleep tips. So sleep, when it comes to sleep in particular, we have different levels of sleep, right? Like, or, or different positions that people are in. Sometimes people have um, have never really slept, have never really slept or haven't slept for years, and that's always interesting to me because I'll have a conversation with someone, they'll be like, "Oh, I only need four or five hours of sleep," and I'm like, "Really?" like, I suppose there's like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like everyone's in a different position, but three or four hours or five or six hours of sleep. Many times that's been happening for years. And we just accept that, right? Like that's how I am. Those are my sleep habits or those are what naturally occur in my life. That's how I sleep. And we accept it. And then I say, so my thought process is, well, what do you have that? What do you have to compare that to? So what do you have your? You have your five hours of sleep. That's all you really need. What do you have to compare that to? And and in many cases, you have twenty years to compare that to. You don't even remember of what it's like to sleep really well. So if you have, let's say, seven, eight hours of sleep, and I feel like everyone's a bit different, but let's say seven to in between seven and eight hours of sleep. When is the last time you've slept that long, right? And here's the thing: is that if you haven't slept that long and years then you don't know how well it feels to sleep for that extended for an extended period of time right all we know is what our own experiences is. And then, of course, I mean, you have research and you can read about it, but I don't, I think, research or experience trumps all when it comes to like what's your own experience? What are you going through? And that's why, like, there's so different, so difficult to be like one size fits all. Like you go your doctor, for example, in most cases, they get the same recommendation for everyone. And even like, I'm not going to get into medication, but often medication is the same dose for everyone. And it's like, I'm a different person. How can that be the same for everyone? I think. I don't, um, I'm not gonna say I don't understand that. I just I don't agree with it. I understand what they're doing. I just don't agree with that. So for you to be like, you need, like, I think more and more research is coming ar- around sleep. I think it's eight hours. and And before it was like, I think it was like seven hours, but what's recommended, but you have to find out what's what's best for you. For me, I feel I feel really good at seven, seven to seven and a half hours. That's how I feel my best. That's a consistent sleep. Some people are like, I could sleep for 10 hours. Like, that's great. But how do you feel like have and have you slept for seven hours? And have you noticed the difference? Because sometimes people, oh, I could sleep all day. But then you're you're, you're lethargic. I don't want to say la- I don't mean lazy, but you just don't have that energy. And you know, what's interesting. I feel like as we age, we sleep less, which I feel like it should be the opposite no like as you get I mean, like there's very similar comparisons to young children like toddlers <laughs> to older adults and like older adults like older adults I would guess would need more sleep just to heal and rejuvenate and, and feel better but it's always interesting for me to hear what people are saying because and, and I mean I don't I don't want you to think it's the same thing like when you're sore like oh I'm sore after a workout you shouldn't feel like that is A weakness, right? Like you should be sore sometimes after workout. You shouldn't be in a place where you're not able to walk. (laughs) That's different. But it's the same thing. Some people don't want to share how well, how often they, how well they sleep because if they sleep too long, it's a weakness. I'm lazy. If they sleep too short, then there's something wrong with me. But I feel like most cases, people will talk about how seldom they sleep. Right at any rate, it's more challenging. Like we know what it's like to sleep for short amounts of time. Right, and some people do that all the time. So I want to give you some ideas on what you can do to um, help increase your your sleep habits. I just have a reference here before I forget. I interviewed this uh, this guy named uh, Sean Stevenson, and he had a quite popular book called um i think it's 21 days to sleep smarter something like that but if you go to my um, our website, or if you search our any podcasting platform, uh, Sean Stevenson on mind and he offers some really good sleep tips. And you know, it's nice. It's nice. Like I get the opportunity to sit with someone that is usually an expert in one field. Like they have they specialize in one thing. For Sean, for example, he does a lot of different things. Uh, he has a huge audience, but like very well, um, very well put together individual, a, a very successful business. And I get a chance to interview these types of people. And so, um, if I get a chance to learn from someone that has studied one subject for years, then I think it's super beneficial for me, um, but in my own personal life. But then, of course, I get a chance to share some of that information with my audience, being you guys. So I guess... What, what i was saying is that so so we know like as we have a toddler <laughs> at the time of this recording and we know what it's like to have and many like many of our audiences is, is parents whether that's your whether you have younger children or your kids are a bit grown now but you know there's different reasons we sleep like stress is a big one right like stress is a big reason why we don't sleep so it could be something to do with your job i was just talking about kids so you might sleep a little bit less when you have kids but then your kids get older <laughs> right and you have different worries and you so you're worried about them not so you're not Sleeping because you're worried about them doing something else in their life. I'm not particularly waking you up, and then you're stress is definitely number one or a, a big factor when it comes to sleep and uh, making sure you're getting the proper sleep in your like in your life. And I feel like the first thing I want to mention here is that you. I don't feel like we should accept our position in life, like whatever that is, and it doesn't matter where. If that's if that's financial, if that's health wise, sleep wise, digestion. I feel like there's a way to improve in whatever situation you're in, and you'll need that mindset to improve. If you have that mindset of, oh, like hereditary. Someone told me one time, oh, no one in my family is flexible, so I can't be flexible. So that's why I'm not flexible either. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> that's like saying no one in my family has graduated high school or college so i so i'm not able to either like that's not i mean i i at least personally i don't know how you guys feel about it but i certainly um don't agree with that you can change your situation in life but you need to have that mindset of i'm i'm going to make changes in my life to improve my situation and that comes with like sleep in particular like okay i'm not sleeping well maybe I haven't slept well for years but let's make some changes to see how we can make some better adjustments and um and improve in different areas. So, um, having proper mindset, that's number one. I talked about stress. So we don't actually have, we talk a lot about stress. Like we do stress uh, detoxes, like detox in particular. We talk about foods, putting stress on your body. I will get into foods here shortly, but like stress in particular is super detrimental to our health at a cellular level. So it actually, it's like a free radical, very similar to refined sugar, alcohol, tobacco, those stimulants that I'm going to talk about here. Those keep you up at night. And, um, if you're not looking for different ways to reduce stress, then your stress just continues to accumulate so you have to find ways to reduce stress in your life so when it comes to stress in particular we have to do things to reduce stress so you could look at reducing the refined sugar in your life you could reduce look at reducing those types of um Low-quality foods, like if you look at, for example, let's look at rancid oils. That's an easy one. So we put highly processed food in our body that usually contains uh, a rancid oil, high in omega six, for example. So you have your seed oils; those are easy ones, like canola oil, grape seed oil, um, cotton seed oil. There's probably some better some easier ones. Um, at any rate, there's a bunch of oils in particular that we should stay away from: soybean oil. Those cause, like, so so that causes inflammation in our body. So a lot of people say, "Oh, I have I have aches and pains." right? I have restless legs. Um, I have, a lot of people will say I have, um, arthritis or osteoarthritis, whatever it is, whatever you've been labeled. And we could look at like, okay, that's great. We understand that as we get older, our bones, um, weaken and they are, are more, they're more feeble, right? So what can we do about Instead of being like, okay, I've been diagnosed with that. Like, okay, what can we do about that to make changes in our life, right? Or to help improve our situation. So if you look at the stress we're putting on our body from rancid oils, so that rancid oils causes um, inflammation in our body and then it causes chronic pain, right? So we're trying to sleep with chronic pain. And then we have a whole lineup of medication on the counter instead of looking more. Na- and then you have one form of medication and because of the side effects, you have another form of medication so we have a whole lineup or a whole bathroom full of them instead of looking at the root of the cause of the issue. So probably stress is number one. So how can we do stress in our life? And then removing these rancid oils. And of course, it's just one example. There could be a number of different reasons, but you start you start taking action towards reducing stress in your life. Now, that could be meditation, for example. It could be sauna. It could be a, uh, an ice bath. And it freaks people out when I say ice bath, but it could be an ice bath. It could be a meditation or prayer. It could be exercise and a workout you like everyone has different ways like it could be chopping vegetables it could be knitting it could be going out for a walk like there's a tons of things that we can do to reduce stress in our life it's just that we don't do them like we don't take action we just sit there in the in a turtle position in the dark (laughs) i mentioned in our last live. it's like and you just kind of kind of wait it out and you're hoping to survive instead of thrive like you're just hoping to get through that and if you don't get I mean, if you don't work on thriving, it's like the holiday season. I heard from a handful of people that are like, I'm just hoping not to gain weight. Like that's not the mindset that you want, in my opinion, to succeed. You're just hoping, right? Like you're in that position. You're in a defensive position in, in your mind and in your body with your actions. You should be in an offensive position. Like we know that it's challenging. Like no one said dropping inches, losing weight, living with uh full of energy, improved digestion. Nobody said that's supposed to be easy. I feel like that's our natural state where we feel the best, but that doesn't mean it, it won't take work to get there. So some people are like, I talk, I'll talk to a client on a Zoom call and they'll be like, oh, this is hard. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like it's, it's hard, right? That's, that's, we have a, that, that established. It's hard. You know what's easy is eating um, processed food and going through the drive through and not paying attention to what you eat, laying on the couch, never exercising. That's easy. But do you want, so those actions will take you to a position where you are in life. So probably overweight, um, lack of energy, feeling terrible about yourself, not fitting in your clothes. Like, so those inactions will take you to, will give you a result, probably what you're not looking for. So, would you rather take the easy route and do nothing, or you take the harder route in life and you put in the effort that you need to put in to change your position in life? But it's like, it's not, it's not like you lose, here's the things like, it's not like you lose weight or it's not like you gain energy and it's, it's over with, right? It's the same thing with marriage. You, you don't get married to get married and then you quit, it's over with, right? It's same thing with fitness or you could look at was another example I just thought of? Like, it doesn't matter what it is, it could be finances, right? Like, oh, I have money in the bank. You're not gonna stop working. You're not gonna stop trying to earn more money. A lot of times people are like, oh, I'm gonna get to my goal weight and it's over, right? You don't quit. Like, It's in, the it's in, same thing in business, right? Your your goal is to keep being su- successful enough to keep running your business, right? Your goal isn't to like run a business for a few years and be like, great, done. Same thing with your health. It's not like I hit my goal weight, I'm done. The goal is to keep you at your goal weight and continue to thrive and improve in different areas of your life. Like, Like sleep, for example, you're not going to sleep one night and be like, ah, (laughs) I had a great night's sleep. I don't have to work on that ever again. Right. That's not how it works. We have to continue to take steps for our health and to improve our health. And this like sleep is a super important one because we all know what it's like to not be functioning properly because you didn't sleep well and again that could be from stress or it could be from uh, a toddler (laughs) it could be from um it could be from a number of different things right it could be from the food that you ate so it's important to understand that this isn't there's not an end to it the goal is to keep moving forward and not having that mindset of uh, in that defense mode being like oh i'm just hoping to hang on because we know how challenging it is to see progress when you're working toward progress when you're working for change so if we're like we're talking about sleep in particular here it's not like oh i had a couple of good night's sleep or I think I'm in a good position to have um, a little bit extra sleep. You want to keep working on your lifestyle so you're sleeping on a regular basis throughout the night, right? So stress is a big one. So take steps to improve. I hope some of my tips helped you there. But understand that we need to reduce stress in our life to sleep better and then taking action steps, like I mentioned, to reduce that stress. Another one I want to mention is uh, food. It's an easy one. I talked about stimulants here. A lot of people will sit there and watch TV in the evening and they will snack on processed refined sugar food, right? like, those are stimulants. Those are like, those will spike your blood sugar levels. So you're awake, you're more alert. So what happens is we're sitting there watching an action movie and we're, <laughs> or it's like a thriller or it's a, what's it, it what's the one they kind of leave you hanging like a cliffhanger movie. And you're sitting there eating sugary foods. So your mind is stimulated, but like wide awake, your, your body is stimulated because you're putting refined sugar in your body. And then 20 minutes later, you lay in bed and you think you're going to fall asleep. And then you're like, like, oh, I just don't sleep. Like, no, no, <laughs> that's not how it worked. You were just watching the action movie, eating a bag of chips. <laughs> that's why you're not sleeping. So understand that the steps that you take, either you you're, you're either taking steps towards better sleep or taking steps further away from them. I like the marriage reference. In reality, anything it's um, that's worth doing will take work. Sometimes more than others. That's the thing, though, right? Like, marriage takes a lot of work. <laughs> i think those of us like we know that uh, dorothy and i talk about it. it's not like a i don't think it's a um i don't it's not like an insult like you you have two people with often two different personalities right and then you have probably have different wants or needs gold you have different love languages right and you have, you have two very different people and you have to come together to live together to think together to eat together so like, we're always together <laughs> but it does take work and people often comment on our relationship and we appreciate that, but it's not like we have a perfect relationship and it's not like it was just magically happened. We're, we're always communicating and talking about it and, pro- and trying to improve our relationship. And that's exactly how it is with your health, right? Like, it's not like it's not an end. Like your marriage isn't an end. There's no end date. Your goal is to be married forever, as far as I understand. <laughs> Some people have different uh, marriage goals out there. But, and I know it's challenging. And I don't mean that to, to put in, in, anyone down that may not have a long lasting marriage or may not Um, be, you know, in a, in a relationship, it's just, it's just an easy relation to health, right? Like I hit my goal, late, I'm done. Like, what what are you, what are you talking about? Like we had, we had some people that have worked with us in the past for um 6 weeks, 90 days and then like oh I'm good. Like even a year. Like you've been even a year. Like think about that for a second. I think a year is a reasonable amount of time, but still a short time to join a program and be working towards your health, right? And the only reason I say that is because because of the experience that we've had. So so listen to this. It'd be much different. I'd have a much different perspective if it was if people would work with us for like join our program, I'm talking about our MAP program in particular, so 90 days or 6 months. Let's say that. 90 days or 6 months and they're like, okay, I'm good. And they continue to live a healthy lifestyle and work towards their goals and feel better. But I could tell you about 98% of the time, two months later, I reach out because I can't because we actually care about our clients like, hey, how are things going? Are you still working towards your goals? And they're like, oh, this happened, that happened. It wasn't a good time for this and that like blah, blah, blah. Right. And they slowly take steps back to where they were. And, and I feel like not only all like not, not of course, not just us, like the work that we've put in has been not beneficial, but they put in so much time and effort all to stop, you know, six months. Months in. So that's why I'm saying, like, our experiences, like, that's a short amount of time. Just think about that for a moment. A lot of people have struggled with their weight and lifestyle in general for 20, 30 years. If you're gonna take 90 days or six months or even a year and be like, okay, I'm good. Like, just think about that. You've had what do you have that to compare that to? You have one year of, of um maybe some coaching, better nutrition, better lifestyle, exercise. That one year out of third, right? Is that enough time to be like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to do that stuff anymore, or I don't need to guidance or, or help or mentorship or coaching, right? Probably not. Right. Like to be fair for, and I'm, I'm not talking about just fitness. Like you, like if I, I'm a big fan of coaching and mentoring, we, we have our own business coach, for example, should I, should I move on after with my business coach after a year? Probably not because there's more to learn. There's more to grow. So as you work through these steps for sleep, understand that it's going to be a process. It's not going to be like, Oh, a couple weeks of good sleep, good. Or a couple steps for a couple weeks it's going to take months to train, to change your, um, to change your habits and to change your mindset and to change your actions. So I'm not saying like, it's very clear if you're like eating, eating a bag of chips or cookies or movie popcorn, like uh, movie theater popcorn, for example, and then you're used to watching action movies. We got to slowly, like right before bed, we got to slowly change that. So it's not instant, right? I don't expect you to be like, oh, I watch this show or listen to Drew talk about this topic, and I'm good. I'm uh, I'm perfect with sleep now, right? It's a work in progress that take that takes time and effort. So, um, so that's the food end of it. So understand that the food that you're putting in your body will prevent you from sleeping, and that's not that's the same as going to sleep. Like you're not able to fall asleep quickly, but also consider being able to sleep in a deep sleep for an extended period of time. So sometimes people are able to sleep to sleep fall asleep quickly, and then they wake up in the middle of the night and are wide awake and have trouble falling back asleep. So feel like these if you're like so some people could be like oh i i eat chips and cookies and donuts (laughs) i don't know does anyone eat donuts before bed (laughs) i eat those things and i watch action movies and i can fall asleep fine but then three hours into the night three hours of sleep and you're wide awake that probably has something to do with it as well right and then you you have to look at screen time right so it's it's pretty difficult and like i live in this world too right our screens are everywhere we're on social media we're watching laptops or tvs so it's recommended a year or a year. <laughs> I, you don't have anything like a year before you fall asleep. It's an hour before you fall asleep, no screen time. I would say, minimum, minimum, do 30 minutes. Like start with 15 minutes, putting your screens away 15 minutes before bed, not scrolling through your newsfeed because that's a stimulant as well, right? First of all, it's blue light, and blue light is not something that's uh, beneficial to our health. It's actually detrimental. So you have blue light on your screens, on your cell phones, you're scrolling through your newsfeed as a stimulant, uh, keeping you awake at night. So I would suggest start off with 15 minutes, working towards 30 minutes. And then if you can extend that to an hour, even better, I feel like there'd be a very small percentage of people that could do that, just being realistic. But I feel like if you could do that, you would have a much better opportunity to fall to get a restful night's sleep. And that includes not scrolling through your newsfeed in the middle of the night, <laughs> right? Like scrolling through your newsfeed, checking out what everyone else is doing in the world. And um, just because you had your phone sitting next to your bed, which is another good one, right? I would highly suggest, like, excuse me, difficult word for me. I would highly suggest not having any electronics in the room. So no TVs. A lot of times people will put a TV in their room and they will fall asleep watching TV. That's not really a great habit to have because your mind is constantly going, right? And you're still hearing, even though you're not watching, you're still hearing what's happening there. And personally, I feel like that kind of messes with your subconscious a little bit. So um, removing phones, TVs, laptops, remove them from your room. And if you feel like you need them to fall asleep, slowly get away from that or watch less and less. And I was at a position in life where I like I, there's a time in my life where I had to watch TV too to kind of um power my mind down. But if I were to be honest, that was a point in time where I wasn't didn't feel like that healthy, like I wasn't mentally healthy. I wasn't didn't have reduced stress or less stress in my life. And and sometimes, like for me, um, my mind is always going around business, to be honest with you. And I feel like I need to watch I need to like completely tune off to fall asleep. So sometimes I'll read a book, other times we'll watch a show, like we watch, we'll watch like a 30-minute show we i don't know if it, does anyone watch uh, everybody loves raymond let me know in the comments that was like uh i know that it's been a while since that was on tv but we watched that on uh, one of the streaming platforms and I, l- I love that show it's so funny That guy cracks me up so i didn't we watched that whole series and we're done now but um now what we do is we took we put on a, a christmas movie because it's the holidays and um and we watch a sh- we watch it for about 20 minutes <laughs> Maybe forty minutes, and we're both falling asleep. So we're like, let's go to bed. But but understand, like that's completely different, right? Like that's completely different from falling asleep with the TV on. That's different from watching, like binging, watching three to four hours of a show before going to bed. And that's fine. Like if that's what you want to do, that's great. Like do what you want to do. I'm just saying, like I don't feel like that's a great way to uh, reduce or increase your sleep habits or improve your sleep habits. Habits. I want to talk about magnesium in particular. Those of you guys that know us from. Our audience know that we're big into magnesium and natural supplements. Magnesium is a great way to reduce stress. Magnesium is reduced stress, improve sleep. It's really good for a digestion, chronic pain, restless legs. Magnesium has over three hundred enzymatic functions in the body. Like you need magnesium, and I'm a food person first, and uh, I feel like you should. I feel like most people should have a good handle of food and proper nutrition really before they get into supplements. And and as someone that runs a supplement company, that doesn't serve me well to be like, don't take supplements <laughs> to replace food. That's what most companies will tell you right oh just take our supplements don't worry about food right but if you really want an honest opinion of how to improve your health from the inside out you start with proper nutrition then you add supplementation into your diet and then you could look to more advanced types like if you want to look at i don't even know if i'm supposed to be saying this stuff but you look at like like stem cell therapy like that's pretty cool stuff which is you not? i don't even know I don't, I don't think i think it's fine to talk about but it's like you're not able to do that in canada you're only allowed to do that in certain states in the u.s and you could look at i mean you have to look I I'm not going to get into the whole pharmaceutical end of it, but you have to look at who's going to benefit from it and who's going to be harmed from getting into those types of things, which I would um, consider more natural. Like You could look at peptides, for example. Peptides are becoming more and more popular. I'm talking about injectable peptides, not, not like collagen, for example. But um, you could look at those. like That's another level of health. And I feel like that's almost like a gray area in between pharmaceuticals and um, natural supplements. But um, that, I mean, that's next level health, right? So I would say you take a step-by-step process of take, getting control of your food and nutrition first, making sure you're exercising, living as healthy as you can. Then we get into supplementation as a supplement, not as a replacement, right? And then if you want, you could get into even more advanced health. And I think like there's so much out there. It's incredible. Like I hear from... I hear from so many people that are like, "Oh, I've tried everything; nothing works." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like "Really? Like really? That like that's just a limit, limited mindset. That's all that is. Like we've seen incredible results with people in our program. In fact, you know what? I'll go on a limb I'll go out on a limb and say we've seen results from every single person in our program that's put in the work. I'm talking about our metabolism accelerator program, and it does take work. Anything takes work unless you're taking a pill powder potion, and that that that'll work short time that short term for sure, but that's going to stop working at some point, and you're going to have to increase the dosage, or you're going to have to get off it completely because of the side effects of whatever your pill, potion, or powder is offering. And then what happens? You learn nothing about lifestyle, food, exercise. So you're going to gain that weight back, or all those health issues that you had—the reason you've been taking it in the first place—is going to come back, right? So that's a that's a tough one to deal with because there's a lot of junk out there that uh, people want to take because it's a quick fix, and um, it's probably going to cause more harm long term, in my opinion. Um, but exercise is a great way to get your body moving. It's another tip for me to get your body moving. It's uh, a great way to... like I feel like our bodies were meant to move. I do. I don't think our bodies were meant to sit in front of a screen all day. And if you want to improve your health at different levels, like reducing stress, that's an easy one. You want to reduce stress, you exercise. You can look at restless legs, right? Like restless legs is a, a one for a lot of times people come to us for um, for magnesium in particular. And I know like Dorothy has a family. She has restless legs. She has a family history of restless legs. When she runs and works out, her her legs are way better, like are almost eliminated of restless legs. Then on top of that, taking magnesium, they're gone, right? So, But so then you have people that take a low quality magnesium and they're like, oh, um, magnesium doesn't work for me. I still have restless legs, but they don't need to add an exercise or a quality supplement, right? So those are a couple issues there of of that limiting mindset of like, okay, well, what have you tried or what could you try in different areas to help with that? So um, being active and getting out and moving will help move your body and um, it'll help you sleep better because when your body is awake and alert it should be moving in some way or another at least throughout the day and then from there that will help improve your um that will help improve your sleep habits i feel like it's important to mention like other stimulants like i talked i think i talked about um prosper fine sugar processed food i talked about rancid oils a little bit but look at alcohol and tobacco having that later in the evening um caffeine that's also going to keep you up and a lot of times i don't think we think about it like oh caffeine doesn't affect me anymore like caffeine if you're having three or four cups of coffee in the morning that could have something Thing to do with you not sleeping at night, like we don't want to connect it to because we love our coffee and we don't want to believe that's possible. But in my opinion, you should look at everything that you're putting in your body on a regular basis. It's the same thing with alcohol, right? We don't want to think about oh, I only had one glass of wine or I only had a couple beers after work. Like, what's what's the problem? You could even consider I've only, only like I only drink on the weekends, but you can't sleep during can't sleep during the week. Well, you're still putting a stimulant in your in your body that's preventing you from sleeping at some point. So I'd imagine that it would affect you during the week as well. I'm, I'm like I'm a big fan of routines. I think like big I'm a big fan morning routines and then but and then bookending your days like whatever your morning routine looks like that's fantastic to get you primed and ready rock throughout the day but then in the evening we need to have some type of routine whether that's like putting on relaxing music brushing your teeth having a hot detoxing bath mm-hmm. and maybe lighting a candle did i mention music like soft music i feel like putting your body in a proper state of being will help improve our sleep like you, you can look at Anthony Robbins, for example, or Tony Robbins. He talks about priming your body, like getting your body, your mind set properly to be an extreme achiever or overachiever or whatever you want to say. So he's you're actually priming your body to your mind and your body to for optimal success, right? In in all walks of life. Now consider that in the evening, like we don't do anything in the evening to prime our body for sleep. All we do is continue to do everything that we're doing, and then we stop. We lay down, and we're like, "How come I'm not sleeping?" That probably has something to do with it, right? So make sure you're doing little things to, and that could be a, a relaxing book. It could be a TV show, but maybe it's a relaxing TV show, or maybe it's a boring one. <laughs> maybe you want maybe watching an the Animal Channel to go to sleep. <laughs> Whatever that is, it should be the opposite of stimulating, right? Or exciting. It should be a. A little bit boring <laughs> Like nothing that's going to wake you up or and probably nothing inspiring either like pro, like reading something inspiring like i can't read business books in the evening or something inspirational right because then i'm like all right let's go <laughs> i have to watch i have to do things that are a bit boring or that slows me down Otherwise words i'm going to be more excited and um that's not really going to help out It certainly doesn't help me out. Um, I I think that's pretty much all I have. (laughs) I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much for joining. Um, We appreciate you tuning in and checking out our show. Have a great day, everyone. And we will um, see you soon. Bye, guys. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body.